Welcome to Real Life Christianity with Deacon John Lozano. This podcast is about real life and living it in the light of the gospel. Real things, everyday things, relationships at home and work, real issues that the world presents every day, the complexities, difficulties, joys and aspirations of being human. Deacon John is a real guy, a deacon, but also a husband, a dad, a businessman, as well as an experienced counselor, educator, and author. And Deacon John invites us to come as you are as he brings the transformative power of the gospel down from the clouds to real life, your life. Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. Someone in the crowd said to Jesus, Teacher, tell my brother to share the inheritance with me. He replied, Friend, who appointed me as your judge and arbiter? Then he said to the crowd, Take care to guard against all greed. For though one may be rich, one's life does not consist of possessions. Then he told them a parable. There was a rich man whose land produced a bountiful harvest, and he asked himself, what shall I do? For I do not have space to store my harvest. And he said, this is what I shall do. I shall tear down my barns and build larger ones. There I shall store all my grain and other goods. And I shall say to myself, now as for you, you have many good things stored up for many years. Rest, eat, drink, and be merry. But God said to him, you fool, this night your life will be demanded of you, and the things you have prepared, to whom will they belong? Thus will it be for all those who store up riches and treasures for themselves, but are not rich in what matters to God. The Gospel of the Lord. Our psalm response today is this. If today you hear God's voice, harden not your hearts. If today you hear his voice, harden not your hearts. First time in my life uh, as a deacon and preacher, I uh, prepared for this homily by, of course, reading this gospel. And for the first time in my life, I had a reaction I never had before. I said to myself, I don't want to talk about this. (laughs) Really? I don't want to talk about this. 
I said to myself, no one wants to hear about this. I'm not even sure I do. <laughs> Actually, I think it's why Father Steve had me preach this weekend. <laughs> Jesus' words are these. Watch out. Watch out. Protect yourself from every form of greed. Greed. Wow. You know, I was always fascinated that Jesus said this in the first century to a poor agricultural people. They've got nothing that we have. He was still warning them. Of course, in the first reading, they're arguing over inheritance. I think we know people or ourselves who've done that. But today, this is far more complicated we live in the wealthiest nation in human history, by far. And you and I live in the northeast corridor of that nation, which is one of the wealthier areas in the entire nation. And for us, I think it's really hard. It's really hard to see the difference between necessity and excess. I think we're blurred. In fact, I'm not sure in our culture we have any concept of excess, any. And if I can be blunt, I think we've institutionalized greed, institutionalized it more and more and more. Of course, it's all good more and more and more. I love this story about John D. Rockefeller, who, uh, when he was an old man, at that time was the wealthiest man on the planet. And this young re And he was old, and he was sitting at a park bench. And this young reporter went up to John Rockefeller, and he was all anxious because he wanted to talk to this great man, this wealthiest man in the world. He said, Mr. Rockefeller, how much is enough money? And the old man had a wirely little smile and said to the young reporter, just a little bit more, son, just a little bit more. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of it. You know, I'm getting close to retirement. <laughs> I read all these things about how much money you need for retirement. Well, you need this much. No, you need this much. No, you need this much. You're like, yeah, <laughs> really? So I step back, wait a minute, wait a minute, let's pause. You know, they say in marriage, the two hardest things to talk about is money and sex. Jesus, in the Gospels, surprisingly, talks more about money. 
Watch out, he says. Watch out. The depth of a healthy, intimate relationship in marriage or friendship depends on our ability to talk about difficult topics, to talk about the things we don't want to talk about. And we got one today. And the depth of our intimate relationship with God, with Jesus, with our Father, with the Spirit, is dependent on our ability to talk about this with him, to be before him in one of the more difficult aspects of our life. Friends, this gospel, is, this passage today is pure gospel. What's going on here under this is just pure gospel. It's about fear and trust. The whole Bible, the New Testament, all of Jesus' words ultimately are about faith. That is trust, which is the opposite of fear. We fear life because it's fragile. And we want to secure ourselves through clinging to possessions or just clinging to myself. In the parable, the man with the barns and the harvest clings to himself, clings. Six times the word I is used, six times. Three times the word me is used. Three times in this little parable. And he is clinging to his possessions. It says he secured for himself. He secured for himself a life. Because he built bigger barns. And now he's secure in life. Jesus says to this man, you fool. Fool. When I die, there's a lot of words I want Jesus to say to me. There's a lot of things I'd like him to call me. But fool isn't one of them. He's a fool. He cannot pray thy kingdom come because his kingdom has already come. We cannot pray thy kingdom come if our kingdom has already come. What's needed is what's needed in all of our lives. Conversion. conversion to a faith that in the Bible means trust. Where we let ourselves and our life and all that we are go in trust of him. Once we get this, once we get that we have a father who loves us, that our existence is a gift pure gift, 
and that this existence goes beyond this world. And a more wonderful world awaits us. Then we're free. We begin to see that the best of this world is a glimmer and partakes in the world yet to come. All of our existence, all of it, is just outside our control, friends. And that's hard for us. It's hard for me, because we love control. But once, as I said last Sunday, we have our Abba in our lives, our Pop, our Dad, our Father, into whose arms we can run with all our fears, with all our clinging, and just let it go. Then we find spiritual freedom, and we're free with the stuff of this world when we live in his embrace. Then we can wear the goods of this world lightly. We can wear the goods of this world lightly. Not too serious, not clinging, lightly, and truly enjoy them. I'll end with a little story. Uh, a long time ago, I heard this, I know you're dating myself, but a long time ago, there was this uh, game show on television. I think it was Supermarket Madness, it was. They had uh, three people with shopping carts, they'd ring a bell, the people would dash out into the supermarket and stuff their cart with things. And at the end, they'd come back, and whoever had the most stuff and the most value won the show. And certain things had more value than others, so you had to think about what you're getting. So they ring the bell, and these three people run out into the supermarket, and two people are just stuffing their carts with things like this, and trying to hold things, and, oh, I'm going to get... And this other person's stuffing it, and people are shouting, go for it, go for it, go for their stuff. And then this one third person's kind of walking through the supermarket with a shopping cart, and he's just, you know, putting one here and one here, and he takes this and he puts that back. He's, the people are screaming at him, you idiot, fill up that cart, fill it up, fill it up. So he comes to the end, the others have this big stuff, and he's got a few things, and person says, what's wrong with you? Why didn't you stuff your cart? He says, well, you don't, you don't understand. My father owns this place. Your father owns this place. All of it. And that's how we can walk through life in him. That's the freedom of the children of God, you and I.
thank you for listening and for sharing the good news with Deacon John, who asks you to come back often and support him by subscribing, by rating the site, and please share our site with others in your circle.